It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. I love Theodore Roosevelt's Man in the Arena. It's uh, part of a larger speech, but it just came to mind because of what kind of cesspool the internet can be at times, whether you're on X, formerly known as Twitter, Instagram, or any sort of social media. And I, I got to tell you, like criticizing others is something that everyone does. I am an avid sports watcher, football, basketball, hockey, everything, baseball. I, I watch it all of all of the sports that I do watch. It, it's, it's funny because I criticize the least I played collegiate baseball and when I'm watching it, I have a lot more empathy. I've actually done it. I understand the difficulty of the sport. So when I'm watching it, I'm I'm far less critical. And I realize that's because of exactly this. I was once, in some form or fashion, a man in the arena. And I try to experience as much as I can in this life. So I have that certain empathy that I can relate. Or if not, I have some sort of way to analogize one scenario with another as best I can, just so I can put myself literally in their shoes. I don't think people do this kind of dynamic perspective enough. And that's led to, again, this kind of this armchair quarterbacking that people like to do. Mainly, this was brought up recently with the release of the Cybertruck. Now, I, I don't know anything about the vehicle, but I've reserved my assumptions. I have no idea what it's like to create a vehicle, what it's like to innovate in that sense or in that field. But you just see that, you know, it, it's it's probably more in the light here in Austin, Texas, because it's being built here in the Gigafactory and it's being released and a lot of people like to formulate opinions and it's just flat out first thing they saw crap and I don't know it's kind of a head scratcher and I, I, I I'm not defending again like the Cybertruck or whatnot but I'm not one to criticize without actually getting my hands on get a feeling for it and then I can then draw my conclusions from that again it's this whole man in the arena I think when people can try to spend more time with experiencing different things this whole empathy this whole understanding allows one another to communicate on a more level playing field i i feel like it's just easy to be a critic and we we do need critics in some form or fashion i'm of the preference that I like to understand the person who's been there, done that. So I don't want to read food reviews, for example, from someone that's never been a chef, doesn't know, understand the inner workings proven out that they can say what they can do. That's also why I've shied away from critiquing in a way of products that I, I just don't know about. There's the whole Dunning Kruger effects where you think you understand more about something than you let on. So I try to stay in that more objective playing field, get alternate perspectives. Even the research I do tends to be more of the meta analysis perspective or 
derivative because it's a aggregation of as many studies in a subject matter as possible. And when there's overlapping conclusions, I think about the law of averages and that's how I think an answer is best derived by surveying at least some sort of populace of whatever subject mattered. And again, it's, it's this whole man in the arena being there, having been there, done that in that sense. And th- there's more examples of it. Um, big fan of Ryan Holiday. This book here, Obstacles of the Way. I also have next to me the Daily Stoic. I've gone through, uh, this is my third time actually going through the Daily Stoic. And there's always some sort of tidbit of information that I think about. I'm always in a different position in my life. And also, he's got this book, The Obstacles of the Way. And... There's a specific chapter in here called Practice Objectivity that I think is kind of related to the man in the arena in a different aspect. Don't let the force of an impression when it first hit you knock you off your feet. Just say to it, hold on a moment. Let me see who you are and what you represent. Let me put you to the test. It's Epictetus. And I, th- I think that's more related to let me evaluate the situation before I formulate an opinion. Let me, again, analogize my own experiences, my own trials, my own tribulations, my own anything, my own perspective in any sort of form or fashion before I draw a conclusion, before I attack the subject matter, before I go forth and set an opinion. Because there's one of my favorite passages in the Daily Stoic that is like, it's okay not to have an opinion. And I don't think people practice that enough. Another book to reference in this whole subject matter and the evolution of, of a human person a human person, sorry, a person become that next evolution of a better version of themselves is this book, Musashi, uh, Miyamoto Musashi. Book of the Five Rings is probably what Miyamoto Musashi is best known for, but this is a fictional account of the transition, though, the rising of the phoenix of an individual known as, and I think it was, sorry, it's been a number of years since I've actually read this, so I, I got to check back on my notes. Um, But a gentleman named Takizo, really just an outright piece of shit. Someone that's criticizing, someone that's kind of no good contributor to his community, to society, that's then through battle, through a bunch of adversity, reinvents himself to Miyamoto Musashi. And he starts learning and he starts training and he starts becoming the what's known as the, the best samurai to have ever existed. This book is... I believe reference as like the gone with the wind of Japanese culture. It's a very dense book. Very like if you look at, look at the thickness of this book, if you're watching it's uh, God over 900 pages long, small print, very dense, but a lot of life lessons. So Miyamoto Musashi becomes this master and the more he can learn and experience and understand how hard it is to become this ultimate warrior, the more he's able to become at peace with things around him and understand that there's a better way to communicate, a better way to understand, express empathy, have discussion, communicate. And again, that's that man in the arena, putting yourself in positions to be not only a better version of yourself, but a better version to the world around you. And it just ultimately just changes your perspective. And 
that's why I, I continue to evolve, never stop. Look for that next thing. Try to understand different positions. I personally have moved to different locations in the United States. I've been to all 50 states. I try to talk to people and understand their perspective. Don't reach to judgment when I talk to them and just understand the why behind anything that someone is talking about or telling me, whether it's a social aspect, political, political aspect, cultural, uh, physical, anything at all. Put myself in that position and I, I think overall it just increases mental health. So if, if, if you're looking to like go down this and try to change this more dynamic perspective, I kind of view it as then the, these are kind of the, the tools. Take, take a moment. Read that excerpt from Theodore Roosevelt, Man in the Arena. Understand what each element is. Break it down to understanding, okay, what are the lessons learned? You know, it's take better action um, than just to be a mere critic. Uh, don't be afraid of failure. Continually strive for greatness. And it's okay if you fail, if you don't achieve it. It's about the journey. It's about becoming better. So have at it.